Section 27 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 1 by Robert Burton. Section 27. Partition 1, Section 2, Member 2, Subsection 2. Quantity of diet a cause. There is not so much harm proceeding from the substance itself of meat, and quality of it, in ill-dressing and preparing, as there is from the quantity, disorder of time and place, unseasonable use of it, intemperance, overmuch or over-little taking of it. A true saying is, plures crapula quam gladius. This gluttony kills more than the sword. The omnivorantia et homicidia gula, this all-devouring and murdering gut. And that of Pliny is truer. Simple diet is the best. Heaping up of several meats is pernicious, and sauces worse. Many dishes bring many diseases. Avican cries out, that nothing is worse than to feed on many dishes, or to protract the time of meats longer than ordinary. From thence proceed our infirmities, and tis the fountain of all diseases, which arise out of the repugnancy of gross humours. Thence, saith Fernelius, come crudities, wind, opilations, cacochymia, plethora, cachexia, bradiopepsia, hinc subitae, mortes, atque intestata senectus, sudden death, etc., and what not. As a lamp is choked with a multitude of oil, or a little fire with overmuch wood quite extinguished, so is the natural heat with the moderate eating strangled in the body. Pernitiosa sentina est abdomen insaturabili, one saith. An insatiable paunch is a pernicious sink, and the fountain of all diseases, both of body and mind. Mercurialis will have it a peculiar cause of this private disease. Solenander illustrates this of Mercurialis, with an example of one so melancholy, ab intempestivis, commissationibus, unseasonable feasting. Crato confirms as much, in that often cited counsel, 21, book 2, putting superfluous eating for a main cause. But what need I seek farther for proofs? Here Hippocrates himself, book 2, aphorism 10, impure bodies, the more they are nourished, the more they are hurt, for the nourishment is putrefied with vicious humours. And yet for all this harm, which apparently follows surfeiting and drunkenness, see how we luxuriate and rage in this kind. Read what Johannes Stuckius hath written lately of this subject, in his great volume, De Antiquorum Conviviis, and of our present age, Quam portentosae coenae, prodigious suppers, Quidam invitant ad coenum efferent ad sepulchrum, what Phagos, Epicures, Apatios, Heliogables, our times afford, Lucullus's ghost walks still, and every man desires to sup in Apollo. Aesop's costly dish is ordinarily served up. Magis illa juvant, quae plurus ementor. The dearest cakes are best, and tis an ordinary thing to bestow twenty or thirty pounds on a dish, some thousand crowns upon a dinner. Muli Hamet, king of Fez and Morocco, spent three pounds on the sauce of a capon. It is nothing in our times. We scorn all that is cheap. We loathe the very light, some of us, as Seneca notes, because it comes free, 
and we are offended with the sun's heat, and those cool blasts, because we buy them not. This air we breathe is so common we care not for it. Nothing pleaseth but what is dear. And if we be witty in anything, it is ad gulam. If we study at all, it is erudito luxu, to please the palate, and to satisfy the gut. A cook of old was a base knave, as Livy complains, but now a great man in request. Cookery is become an art, a noble science. Cooks are gentlemen, venter deus. They wear their brains in their bellies, and their guts in their heads, as Agrippa taxed some parasites of his time, rushing on their own destruction, as if a man should run upon the point of a sword, usque dum rupanto comedunt. They eat till they burst. All day, all night, let the physician say what he will, imminent danger and feral diseases are now ready to seize upon them. That will eat till they vomit. Edunt ut vomant, vomut ut edunt saith Seneca, which Dion relates of Vitellius. Solo transitu ciborum nutriri judicatus. His meat did pass through and away, or till they burst again. Strage animantium ventrem honorant, and rake over all the world as so many slaves, belly gods, and land serpents. Et totus orbis ventri nimis angustus. The whole world cannot satisfy their appetite, Sea, land, rivers, lakes, etc., may not give content to their raging guts. To make up the mess, what immoderate drinking in every place! Senum potum pota trahebut anus, how they flock to the tavern, as if they were fruges consumere nati, born to no other end but to eat and drink, like Ophelius Bibulus, that famous Roman parasite. Quidum vixit, aut bibit, aut minxit, as so many casks to hold wine, yea, worse than a cask, that mars wine, and itself is not marred by it. Yet these are brave men. Selenus Ebrius was no braver. Et quae furant vitia, more sunt. Tis now the fashion of our times, an honour. Nunc vero res ista eo rediit, as Chrysostomo, Sermo, 30, in, in 5 Ephesios comments. Ut effeminatae, ridendaequae, Ignaviae loco habiato, nolle inebriari. Tis now come to pass that he is no gentleman, a very milksop, a clown of no bringing up, that will not drink, fit for no company. He is your only gallant that plays it off finest. No disparagement now to stagger in the streets, reel, rave, etc., but much to his fame and renown, as in like case Epidicus told Thesprio his fellow servant, in the poet, Aedipol facinus improbum. One urged, the other replied, At jam alii fecere idem, erit illi illa res honori. Tis now no fault. There be so many brave examples to bear one out. Tis a credit to have a strong brain, and carry his liquor well, the sole contention who can drink most, and fox his fellow the soonest. Tis the summum bonum of our tradesmen, their felicity, life, and soul. Tanta dulcedine affectant, saith Pliny. Book 14, Chapter 12. Ut magna pars non aliud vitae premium intelligat. Their chief comfort, to be merry together in an alehouse or tavern, as our modern Muscovites do in their mead inns, and Turks in their coffee houses, which much resemble our taverns. They will labour hard all day long to be drunk at night, and spend totius ani labores, as St. Ambrose adds, in a tippling feast, convert day into night, 
as Seneca taxes some in his times, pervertunt officia a noctis et lucis, when we rise, they commonly go to bed, like our antipodes. Nosque ubi primus equis oriens afflavit anhelis, illis sera rubens ascendit lumina vesper. So did Petronius in Tacitus, Heliogabalus in Lampridius. Noctes vigilibat ad ipsum, mane diem totem stertebat. He drank the night away till rising dawn, then snored out all the day. Snimdiris the Sybarite never saw the sun rise or set so much as once in twenty years. Verus, against whom Tully so much inveighs, in winter he never was extra tectum vix extra lectum, never almost out of bed, still wenching and drinking, so did he spend his time, and so do myriads in our days. They have gymnasia bibonum, schools and rendezvous. These centres and lapithi toss pots and bowls as so many balls, invent new tricks, as sausages, anchovies, tobacco, caviar, pickled oysters, herrings, fumados, etc., innumerable salt meats to increase their appetite, and study how to hurt themselves by taking antidotes to carry their drink the better. And when naught else serves, they will go forth, or be conveyed out, to empty their gorge, that they may return to drink afresh. They make laws, in sanas leges, contra bibende fallacias, and brag of it when they have done, crowning that man that is soonest gone, as their drunken predecessors have done, quid ego video, thus cum corona pseudolum, ebrium tuum. And when they are dead, will have a can of wine with Maron's old woman to be engraven on their tombs. So they triumph in villainy, and justify their wickedness. With Rabelai, that French Lucian, drunkenness is better for the body than physic, because there be more old drunkards than old physicians. Many such frothy arguments they have, inviting and encouraging others to do as they do, and love them dearly for it. No glue like to that of good fellowship. So did Alcibiades in Greece, Nero, Bonosus, Heliogabalus in Rome, or Alegabalus rather, as he was styled of old, as Ignatius proves out of some old coins. So do many great men still. As Herasbachius observes, when a prince drinks till his eyes stare, like Bitius in the poet, Ille impiger hausit, Spumantum vino paterum, a thirsty soul, he took challenge and embraced the bowl, with pleasure swilled the gold, nor ceased to draw till he the bottom of the brimmer saw. And comes off clearly, sound trumpets, fife and drums, the spectators will applaud him, the bishop himself, if he belie them not, with his chaplain will stand by and do as much. O dignum principe hastum, twas done like a prince. Our Dutchmen invite all comers with a pail and a dish. Valet infundibula integras obas exhorient, et in monstrosis poculis, ipsi monstrosi monstrosius epotant, making barrels of their bellies, incredibly dictu, as one of their own countrymen complains, quantum licoris immodestissima gens capiat, etc. How they love a man that will be drunk, crown him and honour him for it, hate him that will not pledge him, stab him, kill him, a most intolerable offence, and not be forgiven. He is a mortal enemy that will not drink with him, as Munster relates of the Saxons. So in Poland he is the best servitor, and the honestest fellow, as Alexander Gaguinus, that drinketh most health to the honour of his master, he shall be rewarded as a good servant, and held the bravest fellow that carries his liquor best, when a brewer's horse will bear much more than any sturdy drinker. 
yet for his noble exploits in this kind he shall be accounted a most valiant man for tam inter epilas fortis vir esse potest ac in bello as much valour is to be found in feasting as in fighting and some of our city captains and carpet knights will make this good and prove it thus they many times wilfully pervert the good temperature of their bodies stifle their wits strangle nature and degenerate into beasts some again are in the other extreme and draw this mischief on their heads by too ceremonious and strict diet being over precise cockney-like and curious in their observation of meats times as that medicina statica prescribes just so many ounces at dinner which lessius enjoins so much at supper not a little more nor a little less of such meat and at such hours a diet drink in the morning cock broth china broth at dinner plum broth a chicken a rabbit rib of a rack of mutton wing of a capon the merry thought of a hen etc to sounder bodies this is too nice and most absurd others offend in overmuch fasting pining a days says guianerius and waking a nights as many moors and turks in these our times do anchorites monks and the rest of that superstitious rank as the same guianerius witnesseth that he hath often seen to have happened in his time through immoderate fasting have been frequently mad of such men belike hippocrates speaks when as he saith they more offend into sparing diet and are worse damnified than they that feed liberally and are ready to surfeit. End of section 27